Have you ever stopped to ask yourself what you truly want out of life? As women, we tend to follow the norms when it comes to our lives, but then find ourselves in a job or a relationship that is not truly what we want. In this episode of The Courage Cast, I'm chatting with co-founders Katie Langford and Amanda Cahill of Bold Women's Society about why it's so important that women realize they have the power to ask for what they want, build extraordinary wealth, and position themselves in seats of power. Hey friend, are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to The Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, mindset coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my own destiny. Now I coach women across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. Each week, I'll share conversations with amazing humans who've been willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice to help you take brave steps in your own life and business. Hello, friend. Welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. We have such a great episode lined up for you today, and I almost can't believe that we're two episodes away from airing the 200th episode. If you have not already gotten in on the giveaway that we're doing, you still have time to jump in and tag an episode and rate and review the podcast and screenshot it and make sure to tag at the dot courage cast to be entered into our 200th giveaway. You know, I don't know that my mind is completely registered that we're here at this point, but when I look back four years ago to the beginning of the podcast, it was a moment in my life when I, I got serious about what I really wanted my life to look like. And it, it kind of like, honestly, like the journey of starting the podcast, you know, really opened up something for my life. But even then I had no idea how to do that. I just know that it needed to change. I knew that something needed to happen. And maybe you've been in that place in your own life where you know there's a a change that needs to take place, but you don't have any clue what you want or whether or not you can ask the question of what you want. And maybe you're secretly wondering if it's kind of selfish to ask the question and upend your life Well, today on the podcast, we're talking exactly about that. You know, I talk with many, many women all the time. And one thing always stands out to me. There are so many of us that grew up in this culture where we were given opportunities and we could make a choice about what we wanted in our lives. But once we made that choice, it was almost kind of like we had to follow through with that. And there was never any deviating from that plan. And when you really think about it, the choices were quite limited. But then maybe you got to a stage where you were like, you know what, this is not exactly what I want. Like, this is not fulfilling. This is not making me happy. I'm, you know, a bit miserable. I feel a bit stuck. But then it's like, okay, can I ask the question, like, what do I want? Or I'm too afraid to change things, to upend my life and make a big, you know, shift. At the beginning of 2021, I joined this mastermind called Fast Foundations. I've talked about it quite a bit on the podcast, and it was so pivotal for me because I have grown so much this year because of the amazing connections I made within the mastermind. And every one of those incredible people 
were getting uncomfortable. They were asking those hard questions. And there were two women that I met at the very beginning and I connected with them right away. And today I'm having them on the podcast because I want them to share their story. And I believe that they have something really important to share with us. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about them. Katie Langford went from being an entry level executive in less than 12 years. She used to sit in her corner office every single day and cry because she knew she was not in the right career anymore. She kept asking herself, is this it? And her friend, Amanda Cahill, was a rock star who not only became the first woman in her family to go to college and also get an MBA, but her career was taking off fast. And even though she checked all the boxes, she asked herself, isn't there more? Together, they created Bold Women Society, a community and platform for ambitious mid-career women who are searching for more. And I adore these women. They are so incredible. They are really making a huge shift in the lives of so many women. And when we were recording the episode, I honestly got chills because I had to stop and think about, you know, even at this point, what do I truly want out of my life? What do I want out of my relationships? And what do I want out of my business? And at the end of the episode, I'm going to leave you with some questions for you to take those steps in your life as well. Some of the same questions I'm asking myself, I'm going to leave with you. But it all starts with asking what do you truly want? Hey guys, I'm so excited to have you both on the Courage Cast. It's so fun because I'm actually looking at you guys right now, both Amanda and Katie, and you guys are side by side. And it's fun. I'm not sure who to look at because you both wearing these beautiful, bold colors and showing up as your amazing selves. And I'm so thrilled to have you both on the Courage Cast. So welcome. Thank you. We are so excited to be here and so excited to get you ready for your big 200th episode that's coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm excited to have you both. You know, we have been, for those who don't know, we have been in a mastermind for a good part of a year together. And we all got connected back in spring of 2021 when you guys were launching something brand new, which we're going to hear all about, Bold Women Society and how that all came into being. But before we get there, because there's three of us on the conversation today, you know, just to make it a little bit easier, I'd love to know just a little bit about you personally, your background. And you know, why is it that you wanted to step into this space in your life right now? So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start with Katie. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and why is it that you stepped in? Yeah. So I'm Katie Langford. I am the founder of Bold Women's Society and I get to partner with a super badass Amanda Cahill, which you'll meet in just a second. So my story is maybe like some of your audiences. I found myself about 14 years deep into a career and I had gone from entry level to the C-suite in about 12 years. I was literally sitting in my corner office every single day crying. I was at the place where I woke up, I was 35 years old and I thought, is this what my life is supposed to be? And I was that woman who had consistently been promoted, 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 and recruited to to different organizations. And I remember I was sitting in a meeting and I was talking with a couple of women. We were in the middle of a capital campaign. So we were talking about raising money. And there was a moment within me that said, this is not it. 
Mm. This is not it. And I came home and I had several conversations. My mother was one of them. And she said, listen, I'm very worried about you. You're so stressed. My husband said, there's something going on. So two weeks later, I quit that job and I walked away from absolutely everything. I had walked away from the career that had completely defined me. And I had no idea what I was gonna do. So I, I took six months to really find myself. And Amanda and I teach a lot about getting clarity in Bold Women Society. And that's really what I was trying to do was get some clarity. I decided to become an executive coach and. Fast forward a couple of years, I'm coaching all these amazing women and I'm burnt out. And I'm like, this isn't it either. And yet there's something inside of me that wants to impact the lives of women. So I started Bold Women Society and I got a text from my friend, Amanda, who I had coached several years earlier. And she said, what is this? I need to know about this. So we jumped on a call. I told her I was recruiting advisory board members and she asked, well, can I do that? Let me, let me be on your advisory board. <laughs> I love, I love how she just like took charge. She's like, so put me in. <laughs> Absolutely. And she'll tell you about that. And so a couple of weeks later, she called and said, I have this really crazy idea. I want to be your business partner and I want to do this with you. And so we became business partners. And the reason why I personally do this work is because I believe that we as women have big, bold, gigantic mm, things to yeah. do in this world. And specifically, I believe that we need to have positions of power and leadership and we need to Come be on. in control of money, making money so that we can have influence. And so that for me is why I do what I do. And I'm super pumped that I have the most amazing partner because I, doing it alone was lonely. So doing it with somebody is incredible. I have chills from what you just said, honestly. That That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. And then, so here you were, Katie, you were, you know, it was so funny. Like, I was like, I didn't even know what a C-suite is. Like, okay, I don't come from corporate. So I come from more of the creative world. I'm yeah. like, what is a C-suite? <laughs> I had to figure out what that was when we, we first talked. But I know now, and, and it really was interesting to me because I thought, wow, you'd really risen and you probably had accomplished what so many women wanted to accomplish in their in their lives and in their careers. And then you're like, there is still more. Yeah. I mean, Andrea, I was my goal where I was headed was the CEO of a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And I had worked for some of the best nonprofits not only in Dallas and in Texas, but that in the world. I mean, I worked for top notch people and, um, and that's where I was going to be. That's what I thought I was going to do. And, and it, the goal was to get there by the time I was 40. And, um, there's when, when you get to the place where you go, this just isn't it. Mm. It's a scary place. It's a lonely place. And this is one of the ways that Amanda and I connect is that when you start to tell people, maybe this isn't it, they think you're crazy because from the outside, they're like, your life is freaking amazing. Like, what are you talking about? And so insert here, Amanda jumps into the equation and she asks you to be part of this amazing organization. So Amanda. Tell us, like, what prompted you to make that call? Well, it, it's such a crazy story. And 
you know, I'm, I'm a little bit different than Katie in that I'm still working in more corporate career. It's still accelerating, accelerating very quickly. I'm still in a very much a growth phase. And I found myself in my career, you know, eight or 10 years ago, moving up very quickly, expanding my network, building a lot of clout in my industry. But I found that I was doing a lot because people tapped me on the shoulder and said, I think you would be good at this. Mm. Opportunities presented themselves to me, but I never stopped to ask, is this what I actually want? Do I actually want this or am I doing it because somebody thinks I should do it? So I started to question a lot. And because I had grown so quickly, so fast, everybody was like, I don't even understand why you're questioning things. You have a great career. Every You're checking off all the boxes from the outside looking in. Everything looks perfect. We are crazy. What are you, what are you even thinking that you, wanna, you, want, you want more for your life? And that's when I started investing in coaching. And funny, funny story, Katie was actually the very first executive coach that I ever hired. Really, And when Katie and I started working together, people who know me now probably don't even believe this. I was at such a low place. My confidence was so low. My belief in my abilities and what I brought to the world. I remember there were calls where I was on with Katie and she would ask me something and I would almost be in tears because I couldn't say what I liked about myself. I couldn't say what value I brought to an organization or to the world. And so it it really prompted a lot of digging in, a lot of personal development, and a lot of asking, what do I want? What does Amanda want? Who is the woman that I want to be? And in doing that work, I kept coming back to, you know, I... I I have found so much joy over the course of that personal development journey and so much happiness and fulfillment, but I knew that there was something else. And I kept coming back to, I want to help other people feel what I'm feeling right now. I want other people to realize they can take control of their life. They can ask themselves, what the hell do I want? What do I want to do with my life? And they can actually start rewriting the script. If you don't like something, you can change it. And so it's so funny. I never knew what the outlet was going to look like. And then as Katie said, when I saw her pop up with Bold Women's Society, I reached out and I'm like, what, what are you doing here? Let's, let's talk about this. Um, and my life motto is the answer is always no until you ask. So I conveniently asked if I could be on her board of advisors, as she said. Um, and then, you know, five or six weeks in, I just, I resonated so much with what we were doing with Bold Women Society. And I said, this is it. This is what I should be doing with my life. So probably one of the scariest things I ever did was reach out to Katie and say, hey, I have this crazy, bold, <laughs> audacious thing that I want to ask you. I don't even know if you'll entertain it, but can we can we chat about it? And of course, she said yes. And we're here today. But um, moving through that and getting to this place, I can honestly say I am so thankful every day that I didn't let that fear stop me mm. from saying who am I to reach out to somebody who's already founded this, this wonderful, you know, company and think that I'm going to partner with her after she's already established it. And I'm so thankful that I pushed past that because we impact women every single day. And I'm getting to fulfill that void of bringing joy and happiness and fulfillment to other people's lives as I was able to do. You know, I love what you said about, you know, really recognizing that you we're asking what you wanted in life. And I think that so many women sit back and they they say to themselves, oh, I'm just going to do this because I should do this. Or I feel like my my family or my spouse or my job is dictating something. And this should be the course of my, my career and my life. And they just let it happen. Mm-hmm. And here yeah. you are asking this question, what do I want? And whether or not you are in corporate, whether you're a creative, whether you're an entrepreneur, 
you get to ask the question, what do I want? So I want to ask both of you, because I think this is a really big thing. When you think about what is it that you still want that that's kind of on the horizon for you? Like, is, is there something that you're like, you're looking, you're like, yeah, like there's, there's still this risk that I want. Who, who wants to jump in with that one first? Go for it, Amanda. I'm getting oh, teary eyed. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it always, it always, it always, it always creates this pause when we get to tell our stories like this, just a reflection that we have on that. But what's the next big, you know, scary thing that's on the horizon and honestly, Katie and I had a conversation yesterday about this and, and was thinking about it all last night. And it's what's next level for what we're doing at Bold Women Society. How do we truly take Bold Women Society and make it a household name where generations upon generations can, can come back to the Bold Women Society Foundation and our mission and what we envision for the world where just every woman is unapologetic in her, the pursuit of her dreams because she's confident you know, she has confidence in, 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 in her ability to be bold. She has that courage to be authentic. And she has that power that comes from being supported by a community of like-minded women. How do we make that happen on a real world scale? And those are conversations that Katie and I have all of the time. <laughs> and we obviously don't know the answer to those questions, but that's why, you know, we get involved with groups like the mastermind where we met you, Andrea, so we can start to open our mind to the possibility, see what avenues can we even, can we even consider? Um, and so I think for me, that's the biggest thing that that's been on my mind and continues to be on my mind. Mm, I love that. And what about you, Katie? What would you say the, the answer is for you, whether that's both for Bull Women's Society, for you personally, um, how, what does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's interesting to go back just a second. So Amanda said she was really brave and asked me to, to join my company, right? Or our company now. But I think it's really important to note that Bold Women's Society was a, a, an idea at that point. We weren't really anything. I mean, we hadn't even made a dollar yet. And so Amanda's fingerprints are completely all over this. And one of the things that we have really pressed upon each other and ourselves is what is the biggest thing that we can do? And one of the conversations we had yesterday was we're not just going to be a coaching and training and development company. We think that's important. We know that we need to impact lives, women's lives individually. But for us, there's something greater out there. And we're toying with a couple of ideas. And we're going to sit down and talk to some mentors and, and some people we really trust. But I will tell you this. Going back to what I said earlier, it really, for me, is about putting more dollars in the hands of women. Girl, putting more really dollars rich. in the hands of women. We need yeah. women. We need women to control more wealth. We need women at the seats of tables. And so if we're going to be bold, it can't just be at an individual level. We've got to figure out how do we do that on a bigger stage. And I don't even know, we don't know exactly what that looks like, but I will tell you, Andrea, the things that we are talking about and thinking about I texted Amanda this morning and I said, I am really scared. Like I'm real scared. Like, like some of the things we're talking about are so big and that is how we know that we have to keep kind of pulling the string, if you will, to see 
where those thoughts are going to go. So, but it, at the end of the day, it's about um, women and money and influence you know, and leadership. I love that. One of the things I'm going to answer the question that, to myself for myself. Yes. Because I'm like, I want to say what my thing is. Now. Yes. <laughs> so, the floor is yours, Andrea. Yeah. So here we go. Um, you know, I, I listened to a podcast uh, with Lori Harder and Amy Porterfield not very long ago. And uh, I, of course, Lori is one of our mentors in Fast Foundations, where we're a mastermind in part of the mastermind. But Amy Porterfield has also been a mentor of mine over the years. And as they were talking, I was listening to Lori talk about her female funded business and how she was getting women investors. And I have been probably sitting on the back seat of thinking there's no possible way I could ever be in the driver's seat when it comes to wealth. And if I can't be, then how would I ever inspire other women and invest in other things? But something about listening to them talk about it act, lit a fire under me. And it lit a fire under me to, to be like, okay, so in my sphere of influence, where I am, how do I get wealth in the hands of the women that are in my sphere of influence? How do I get wealth in the hands of interns and uh, virtual assistants that work with me around the world and get wealth in their hands that that impacts their sphere of influence and their communities. And it changes the way we are operating in the world. Because not only is it about wealth, it's about abundance. And it is about holding this space for more expansion. Because when we hold space for more expansion and more wealth, that is just opening the doors for the girls coming after us and for for women to just be stepping into that place. So I love that you guys are on that train. I'm right behind you in the car behind you. Um, and and I'm super, super excited. <laughs> I didn't know this is what we we're going to talk about, but I love it. So, you know what? Here's the thing what we're going to create, what we're going to do, you're not going to be in the car behind us. You're going to be on the train with us. Girl, okay. That's, that's it. That's what's happening. We, yeah. we don't want people, we don't want other badass women to, to be behind us. We're like, no, no, we're going here together. We're That's doing good. this together. Absolutely. Yep. That's good. That's so good. You know, I and I I love the fact of thinking about, you know, I was just thinking about one of my interns today and and you know, she was asking me all about um, you know, mindset and how do I shift my life and how do I create a business and and I was just really thinking about where she is in the world and and maybe the opportunities presented to her or not presented to her and thinking I have this opportunity right now and it's a small opportunity to you know, help her shift her mindset about her life to create what it is that she wants. And you are, you know, running this beautiful group right now, this, this uh, bold women's society and helping women take those steps. So I'd love to, to chat about that. And how are you, you know, raising up the next generation of women? Um, What is bold women's society all about? So I don't know who wants to take that that question, but I'll leave it to one of you. 
I'll kick it off and then Katie, I'll, I'll send it over to you. Just, just a couple of things. I think it's important too, to just lay a framework for who we are and what we even do, right? Because I know we haven't really talked about that much either. And so our, our, our idea of Bold Women's Society and what it currently is today is that it is an online community and we have a spotlight on bold stories. It was very important for us to create an outlet where women could share stories, everyday women, the woman next door, the, you know, your friend down the street, your colleague who's, who's always quiet at the office, but you know that every single woman has a bold story inside of them. And we wanted to have a platform and an outlet for them to be able to do that. Now, how we facilitated sharing those bold stories has changed and evolved and it will continue to evolve. But that's such a framework for what we do, because our mission every day is to make sure that we are inspiring confidence in women and we want to help them release any narratives, beliefs, barriers, any lies or anything they've ever told themselves that limits them from pursuing that life that they want to create from that dream that they have on their heart, whatever that is, which changes over time too, right? So we want, we want women to know that you have permission to, you can be going one way and your, your life could be heading one direction and you have permission to make a turn. Mm. You may be going the same destination, but the route doesn't have to be the same, or you could be going a completely different way, but we want to let them know that like, that's okay. And we're going to help them be able to do that. And Katie, I'm sure that there's something you would want to add there too. Yeah. It's, it's just fascinating, Andrea. When we think about, uh, you know, you, me, Amanda, our contemporaries, what we were told, right? So we're not the baby boomer generation. We're not older Gen Xers. We're, we're younger Gen Xers and, and older millennials. And, and glass ceilings were broken for us. And we were taught that you could be anything you wanted to do, that going to college was a good thing, that having a career was a good thing, right? We weren't necessarily told the things that, that those were bad, but yet at the same time, we were told a lot of shoulds. And you mentioned oh, yeah. this earlier, Andrea, you should go to college and get this degree. And then you should go to work and get this promotion mm -hmm. and this job. And there are a lot of women that we help and we work with that are stuck in should land that they just think, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Well, that's what, that's what I was told to do. Right. And so limiting beliefs and mindset, it's funny. I don't think we necessarily set out to work on that as much as what we've realized that we have to, it was several years ago when I was still just a one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, I tracked over a hundred conversations that I had with women, specifically coaching conversations, asking a hundred different women, what is stopping you from going after what you just told me that you want? 100% of them said, I have a lack of confidence or I don't feel confident enough to do that. Mm -hmm. So we work on mindset almost as much as we worked on like actual strategy, tactical, like here's how you lay out the plan and do the work. Because, you know, as women, we not only have the shoulds, but then we also have everything that society has told us, right? Like you got to wear this, you got to live in this neighborhood, you got to drive this car, you got to be this thin, you got to be this tan or this color or right. All of these things that you gotta be. And so a lot of what we do 
for lack of a better term, Amanda, we'll have to come up with a better term. We kind of have to deprogram people. Oh, hundred percent. And we've had to do that on our own, right? Like, mm-hmm. again, I sat in my house for six months crying every single day. And I thought, I can't do this. And before I started Bold Women's Society, I thought, I can't do this. And Amanda shared with you her story of, you know, I remember the day I asked her, what do you like about yourself? And she's like, I, I, I can't answer that. And the question actually was, what do you love about yourself? And she said, I'm not even sure I can tell you what I like about myself. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of deprogramming, a lot of rewiring our mindsets and using, you know, the tools and strategies that are out there to help women move past that. So that's how, and hopefully what we're doing, you know, I, I don't have any kids, um, most of our clients have kids, but goodness gracious, we'd love to hope and believe that they're teaching their kids some of the mindset tools, some of the, that they're talking to their daughters about, what do you love about yourself? You know, Mm -hmm. we hope that's what's happening. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because, you know, I don't have children either. And, um, there is when I've been thinking about, you know, leaving that legacy behind and leaving, you know, what it is that I've the imprint that my life has, you know, had on the world thinking, okay, well, what's that going to look like? Right. And, you know, just reading up on some, some different things energetically and how we are actually imprinting generations energy energetically and whether or not they are through our own bodies children coming. It's the children of the generation are coming and are going to be changed because of us, whether or not we had physical children or not, or raised children in a home in some way. And that has been such a beautiful thing for me to to know that um, I could feel like I'm doing it on my own in solitude, you know, but at the end of the day, energetically, it's going out and it's making an impact and it's changing a generation. And, and that is a a beautiful thought um, and really brings us all together. Right. And that's kind of where I want to lead us next is, you know, for so many people, for so many women, the thought of maybe even working together, uh, you know, you're, you've both co-founded this, this beautiful (laughs) women's society be like, okay, two women, you know, like, you know, statistically, they'd be like, okay, well, is that actually going to work? You know, two women working together. I personally believe yes. But I want to hear from you guys, what does community mean to you? And how is it, how important is it that you guys are really building something um, using the two of you um, as as co-founders? I love this question so much, Andrea. We get asked a lot about our partnership and how it works. And I feel this way, and I I believe that Katie does too, so we've talked about it a lot. Our partnership has been for the seamless for the most part. Um, And we did a lot of due diligence in the beginning to figure out, can we actually work well together? What is this going to look like? We did a SWOT analysis on each of each of us. And, and that's uh, where you break down your, your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. And basically, we brought our strengths and our weaknesses together and said, where do we complement each other? You know, when I have a strength here, does that help 
pull something where Katie doesn't have a strength and vice versa. And what we found out is that we complemented each other so well that it became this seamless partnership. And it's kind of, it's evolved over time where in the beginning we're both, you know, we're both a, a type personalities. We both want to get things done. We're, we're both very high achieving individuals, but at the same time, we allowed each other to shine. And what I love the most about our partnership is that we've been able to push each other during those times. We were just talking about this yesterday, how when maybe I had fallen off a little bit and I was and I was lacking confidence or I, or I you know, I wasn't clear about what I was doing um, or I was afraid or something, you know, whatever, whatever was coming up. Katie was the strength behind to lift me up. And the same thing when Katie has had those moments where she was like, you know what, I just, I, I need a day. I'm, 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 I'm not feeling, you know, so, something is off. Mm-hmm. Then I was there to be the pillar for her. And I think that's what's so beautiful about what we're doing. And what's so fascinating about having a partner who believes in the mission and the vision of what we're doing at Bold Women Society so much. We're in it so much together every single day. And me personally, when I first started in my career, it was very catty. It was woman out for woman. I remember being thrown under the bus, people stealing credit for things that I had done. So many things that made me think, do I even want, what am I even doing? Why am I here? Like, this is awful. I hated feeling like that every single day. And I knew that I never wanted another woman to feel like that. So it's so important to me and my values that when we link arms, I know that we can do so much together than if we're trying to squash each other. Mm. And it's such a big pillar in what we teach in our community is that we're all winning. There's, there's, we're not competing. It's, um, what, what do you always say, Katie? You always say um, it's collaboration over competition. Yeah. And that's what we believe. And that's what we embody in Bold Women's Society. We're always telling each other, we're sharing each other's wins. We're lifting each other up. And that's, that's the beautiful thing about having a community, right? Oh, is yeah. that you have those those people that you can lean on when maybe you don't believe in yourself, you have hundreds of women who were like, yeah. we believe in you. Mm-hmm. We will be your strength until you believe it yourself. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Do you, you want to add anything to that, Katie? Well, I just think it's interesting because I went to an all girls school in high school. And so I have been asked this question hundreds of times, like, <laughs> how can you be around that many women? And what's funny is I went from high school to a sorority to working specifically in women and girl organizations with women donors, like um, women and girls is a theme throughout my life. And I think the thing is, is that I've seen it work so beautifully so many times that when people say to me, it won't work, I'm like, wait, 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 it will work. You just either haven't been in the right situation or you have a limiting belief that it won't work. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's a huge part of it. And, and I think that we, as women having done this work now for so long, we want to be in community. We want to cheer each other on. We want to know I'm not alone, right? It's why Alex street always tells us, tell your story because your story makes somebody else go, oh, it's not just me. And so I think that, again, going back to all the shoulds of women right now, we need to get together. We need to look at society and be like, 
y'all think we should do that, but we're not going to, and this is what <laughs> we're going to do instead. And so it, it's imperative, you know, not only collaboration over competition, but we also say inspiration over comparison-itis. Mm, Don't yeah. look at what the woman is doing next to you and say, I can't be her. You're right. You can't be her. You're never going to be her. But what can she inspire you to be for yourself? What best version of her can that inspire you to say, I can be the best version of myself. And, and I think that's another reason why the partnership with Amanda and I work so beautifully because I truly believe at the end of the day, we look at each other and we're inspired by each other and we like each other. And we think I told Amanda yesterday, I said, partnering with you is one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life because I don't want to let her down. I don't want to disappoint my partner. So in doing that and having that relationship, it forces me to be the best version of myself to show up for the women that we, I believe, have to impact. Mm -hmm. So it's a a non-negotiable. You have to figure it out and it, it can happen. Mm-hmm. I think the more we are around women who are rising and who are stepping into the fullness of their own personal power, that we begin to let go of that comparison mindset. And it's it's only in lack that we are really, you know, looking to others at, you know, in comparison because we're like, oh, I don't have that. And I want that. And when we start to step into who we are and have that confidence, then it's it's easier to be able to cheer somebody else on because it's not going to take away from anything about me. In fact, if anything, your um, success is going to add to what I'm capable of doing as well and give me gives me permission to be myself and to expand in my own life and in my own business, whatever that looks like. Absolutely. And I think that it's a choice that we make. And I will tell you one last thing. If there is a toxic woman in your life, because there are some, right? Move away from them. Yeah, exactly. Find another tribe, find another community, right? Like we've all, there are women in our, in in Amanda and I's life that aren't in our life anymore because they're not, they don't need to be. And I used to feel so guilty about that being like, oh no, I have to pull them along. No, I don't. And you don't either. You don't either. You deserve to be everything you want to be. And if somebody can't get on board with that, it's okay that they were only in your life for a season or a reason. They're just not lifetime people. That's okay. Yeah. No, that's good. Absolutely. Absolutely, Katie. Because I'm at the end of the day, I always say life is too short to be anything but happy. And I think when you start comparing yourself to somebody else or saying, I could never be that, I could never do that. A lot of times that's stemming from the fact that you haven't gotten clarity on what it is you want for your life. Because I guarantee you, once you figure out what you want for your life, the woman that you want to be, what you're aspiring towards, everything else is just oh, okay, everything starts to align and you realize, oh, I'm here to learn from this person. Or can you see what she's doing? How amazing is that? That helps me see that this dream that I have over here, that I can absolutely have it because I see her doing that thing right there. Even though it's different from mine and I don't have to compare myself to her anymore, 
it's that inspiration piece, but it all comes back to what do you want for your life? Yes. Right there. That's it. That's it. What do you want for your life? You know, when I think about, you know, whoever's listening to this today, you know, they have had the um, the opportunity to hear two incredible women who have been super successful in their lives, but have also chosen to be risk takers and to do things differently and to, you know, step back at times in order to reevaluate where your lives were going and say, you know what, there can be more for me if I, you know, redirect. And, you know, it's not just you, Katie and Amanda, who are taking those bold steps. It's, it's women listening to this podcast today that are, you know, in the middle of maybe something that we talked about. Maybe they're in that decision phase. Maybe they're in the clarity phase. Maybe they're, you know, getting the courage or the confidence that they need to step out. What's one thing that each of you would say to that woman who is moving in that direction, if you were to tell her something from your heart that, you know, is really true to you, what would you say to her? Yes. So I'll tell you the exact words that when I didn't think I could keep going, I called my grandmother um, and I asked her and I hear her words every single day. And it is, you just going. You just put one front in front of the other and you just go day by day. Just keep going. Cause there is something amazing on the other side. There's a lot you're going to learn in between, but just, you can do it. Just keep going. That's awesome. And then what about you, Amanda? My, my favorite that's come with me, I actually heard from a professor in grad school and it was don't let insignificant people make a significant impact on your life. Mm. And I think that's so important for women, especially, but just for everybody to keep that in your back pocket and just remember who are the most important people in your life. If your life was a movie, you're the main character, but who's the supporting cast? Who are those family members, those friends, your mentors, the people whose opinion you really matter, the people that you look up to, that you care about? Those are the people when they say something, it matters. But everybody else, they don't they don't matter. You know, if you're looking at the end of a movie, you know, there's like taxi driver number four or bouncer number two, like who are those people have no significance on your life. So don't let them make an impact on your life. Don't let somebody that's insignificant, crush your dreams and what you want for your life. Mm. You guys have been so inspiring today. I'm so grateful that we got to spend this time together and honestly to see how Bold Women's Society has just really even elevated over the course of just this year and moving into, you know, your next step in the vision, you know, is, is really, really, truly inspiring to watch. And I'm so thankful and grateful that we have been in the same, um, circle together for this time. And, and so I I just want to say thank you for being on the courage cast. And I really, am so grateful that you guys are part of this 200th celebration, you know, because being bold women, you know, we're called the courage cast. And I was thinking about you guys are, you know, all about bold and we're about courage. And, you know, it takes a lot of boldness to, to be courageous in your life. And, 
stepping out and doing those big moves in your life to impact and influence your communities, your homes, um, and to put, you know, wealth into the hands of women and families that will change the world. And you guys are, you know, spearheading that, that beautiful movement. And I love that. Um, Katie, let me ask you, where can they connect with you guys? Yeah. So where we love for people to connect with this is in our texting community. We send out bold daily tips and tools every single day. So you can text the word boldly um, or hello to 214-949-4715. And um, Amanda and I will give you a little bit of a little bit of boldness every morning. We love doing that. I love that. Yeah. And I will put that phone number in um, as well as a link in in the show notes so that people can connect with you. And if they want to connect with you online, Amanda, how can they do that? Yeah, it's pretty easy. All of our handles are at Bold Women Society across all platforms, although we are not on Twitter. But if you want to find us on IG, Facebook or LinkedIn, Bold Women Society is the handle to go to guys loved having you here today thank you so much for being on the courage cast today thank you andrea thank you so much and congratulations on your upcoming 200 we are just we're honored to be a small part of the lead up to that incredible incredible feat thank you wow i loved talking to those incredible women i'm i'm just really honestly sometimes i feel like it's a bit surreal that I I get to have these conversations with people, but I know I'm probably not the only person that's listening to the podcast asking, you know, herself, like, how do I get on the the front of the train? Right. And, you know, I I was thinking after Katie said to me, you know what, you don't sit in the car behind me, you sit in the car with me. And that is so true. Right. You know, it's so easy for us to, you know, put ourselves behind somebody else. And really we should all be linking arms and going together. So I want to leave you with this. Maybe you have a desire in your life and you really want to, you know, see something happen. Or maybe you're at that point in your life where you you just want to ask the question, what do I truly want? Here's the thing. It's not just for the woman next to you. It's not for the, the woman that you admire from afar. Having a life that you want that is truly fulfilling for you, which includes financial abundance, and also includes stepping into your personal power and really owning who you are. That's for you. That's for you, my friend. And here's the thing. It's the first step. The very, very first thing that you're going to do is actually believe it's true for you and give yourself permission to say yes to yourself and ask yourself, what is it that I truly want? So maybe you're at that place right now where you are feeling a bit overwhelmed with the possibilities. Like maybe you're an ideas person, a visionary, and you're like, whoa, like I have all these things that are going through my mind and I'm not really sure what to do next. Or maybe you feel unfulfilled and you feel like I have to ask this question first. Clarity is the first step. Wherever you're at, getting clear on what you want is the very, very first step to the catalyst of making those changes and activating the confidence in your life to take bold steps of courage. So right now, 
the wait list is open for the Confidence Accelerator, which is like one of my very favorite programs to run. It's a group coaching program. It's a six week container for women who know they're meant for more, but are not sure how to take that next step or how to ask those questions and activate the confidence in their life. So if that's you, if you're someone who wants to step into their personal power, who wants to share their story, start a business, you know, really get some momentum and traction in your life personally to really move forward, then this program is for you and the waitlist is open. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you to click on so that you can connect with me. You can either jump on a call with me or you can just leave me your email and I'll know to connect with you. And if this is something that resonates with you, then I know this is something you're not going to want to miss out on. Friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I want to thank Amanda and Katie for sharing the 198th episode with me. We are two episodes away from the 200th and I'm just so, so excited. So We have an amazing episode next week with an incredible panel of people. And then, of course, we're going to have our 200th coming up. So until next time, remember, you have everything you need. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music by Stephen Crilly. Production by Claudia Hennock.